from the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Jeff Saturday is the new Indianapolis Colts head coach. And that's not a joke. That's real. Like, are we going to have L.A. Chargers head coach Mina Kimes? Yeah. What is going on? Running backs coach Ladanian Tomlinson. I like that. <laughs> like that. Jeff Saturday coached one year of small Georgia high school football. And now for the final, it's not like two games, the final half of a season, he's the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm pretty sure Hebron Christian is like single A football literally in Georgia. It's like nine on nine. Yeah. Like they, they, I remember covering some games they played in and really when they got their tails whipped. That's kind of weird. In college, you have to sign up, and this is usually a paper, piece of paper taped on somebody's door in the facility, like of end-of-year meetings, right before you go on Christmas break and stuff, where you like just sign up what time slot you want. You got to sit down <laughs> one on one with the head coach. And you know, I said it during break. These guys are gonna have to introduce themselves to Jeff Saturday. Now, most of these guys probably don't know who he is. He's just an a, a, a urban myth about when he used to play here and what he used to do. These guys got to introduce themselves to the new head coach. Like, hey, Sonny, my name's Jeff. I used to play here. Good to meet you. Also, the coaching staff. What position like, do you play, bud? <laughs> hey, bucko. It is Monday. They have a game, what, Sunday against the Raiders? Yep. How does Jeff Saturday win over the coaching staff and the players at all? They're playing even... the Raiders? Yeah, I mean, that's, oh, he's fine. So that's you, true. So you, I mean, one no. you, obviously, that's true. you obviously have one of the top assistants who kind of runs everything, and he's there for, at that point, management. Like, here's what we're going to do, boys. Here's the mentality we're going to have. But the other coach has to coach the X's and O's because yeah. there's no way he can learn he what's going on. By the way, a proud Matt Ryan. <laughs> A, a, I mean, I think most people think an eventual Pro Football Hall of Famer, no, Matt no. Ryan, no, 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 made a conscious decision to go to Indianapolis to close out his career, to only get benched for Sam Ellinger, and then for Jeff Saturday to become his head coach, all in one season. Yes, I agree with everything in that, <laughs> except for Pro Football Hall of Famer Matt Ryan. He, uh, he has a not, case. No, he, he absolutely doesn't. has a case. He does not have a case. I would love to hear it. I'm not he willing not have to, to knock it <laughs> Matt right Ryan now. Has but zero case. But he's probably had a couple of seasons where he had one season had more passing yards or maybe okay, fine. Under Kyle Shanahan. Fine, a, 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 a MVP caliber, former MVP yeah, caliber. Former MVP. Is he like a Fal- Falcons Ring of Honor guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there Falcons we go. Ring of Honor for sure. I so mean, statistically, he's the, the best Falcons quarterback of all time. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, NFC champion, like fine. Okay. It doesn't change the fact that it Matt is, Ryan, yeah. who's he's, had a very good career, made a decision to go there, and in one year, he's lost his job to Sam Ellinger after five games, and Jeff Saturday is his head coach after a stint at Hebron <laughs> Christian College or high school. Is Matt Ryan a better Falcons quarterback than Michael Vick? No, but he's got better numbers he's, he, because he stayed out of prison. Yeah, yeah. Michael Vick, Mike <laughs> yeah, Vick right. going to prison and having having to go to the Eagles afterwards is definitely what derailed that, but... Vic, I think, would have been a better. And if you ask any Falcons fans, sure, they love Vic way oh, more yeah, than they like Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, because Vic had a personality. Ryan. Matt Ryan yeah. is, yeah, he, I mean, nothing. He's also like Vic <laughs> is just like a legendary. Yeah, he's a piece of white bread there. Perfect. <laughs> but he we had some, he had some good years there and all. But Hall of when you drop that, I just I cringe a little bit. But man. but go, Stone, could Hall you just Google real quick? Google Matt Ryan potential Hall of Famer, and I oh, want you to see don't. what comes up because I guarantee you there are reputable no, there NFL analysts and uh, brains that have tried to make the case for Matt Ryan. I assure you of that. Mike Florio. 
Well, I hope I hope that's not the first thing that comes up. That would completely undercut my uh, my argument on Matt Ryan. That sounds like something Matt, Mike Florio wrote on a Wednesday this summer ahead of him joining the Colts. That sounds like a Florio blog. Post. I saw an acknowledging head nod from Stone. What do we got there, Stone? Yeah, so this is an article by Matthew Willis, Coldwire Matt. So we're Coldwire, which is I have no idea what that is. Cold somewhat Wire. reputable. We're off to a poor start. It, it, it started it's with tough. is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? It's worse than SB Nation. And then, <laughs> It, 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 it's all photos. Yeah. It says, bef- you know what? The quote before I clicked on it said that he's obviously a Hall of Famer. So, like, wow. this was two days ago. Like, what's next after Matt Ryan being benched? Oh, so see someone else, uh, some guy from some place thinks yeah, that he's yeah. obviously a Hall of Famer. It says, with his career, it's clear that Matt Ryan is a future NFL Hall of see, Famer. it's well, clear. Theo. While wow. 2022 didn't go the way he was hoping, wow. it won't prevent him from reaching Canton, Ohio. He's who, who, so you got one article from uh, Coldwire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so that's uh, Matthew Willis there. And guys. intern D Wade is right. He said he he just told me big stats, no rings. Uh, but he also had the biggest. <laughs> he blew the biggest yeah, lead in Super Bowl history. So there you go. Yeah, when you talk He'll, about historics you know and being remembered, He'll that's, be in right. that's, that's, remembered that's historic. Exactly. He will, that moment will be in Canton. You're right. <laughs> yes. Twenty-eight to three uh-huh. will be in Canton. Uh-huh. So that's how Matt Ryan makes it into the Pro Football <laughs> Hall of Fame. But not as an inductee. Okay. There will be no Matt Ryan bust. He'll go to Canton, but as a guest. Yeah. He, All right. <laughs> you know what? Tom Brady should invite him as one of his uh-huh. guests uh-huh. for his Hall of Fame speech because he couldn't. <laughs> he couldn't have did it without that Super Bowl, right? Four he time, would only have six. Four-time Pro Bowler, All Bro, 2016 <laughs> NFL MVP, All Bro Team. 60, Did he make the Stone of Manowitz All Bro Team? Sixty-one thousand career passing yards. Uh, Ran, really ranked seven all time. He's ahead of Dan Marino. So yeah, the argument could get. Yeah, I don't see now Stone's formulating. <laughs> the argument a little bit. Four-time Pro Bowler sort of loses its luster when Mac Jones is a one-time Pro yeah. Bowler. And also, where where on his um, Pro Football Reference page does it say bench for Sam Ellinger? I'm just trying to say. All right, well, that's rough. That's a blemish. That <laughs> is a blemish. Well, not no, anymore. That not that anymore that they hired Jeff Saturday. We oh, realized what their ultimate goal was. It doesn't surprise it us. It doesn't, yeah. What if Jeff Saturday comes in and demands that Matt Ryan start again and he pulls everything that was left in Matt Ryan mm. out and the Colts make a run? Respect. Oof. A run for what? Uh, number 14 pick. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Like, now they've run themselves out of getting an next right, franchise right. quarterback. Good job, Matt Ryan. Oh, man, I love it. feather in the cap. Uh, before we talk about the uh, Miami Hurricanes and uh, the uh. Um, and the Florida State Seminoles on Saturday night, you know, Stone, I went into last weekend and I was feeling, I was feeling confident. I was feeling refreshed. I was feeling like I was on the right path to success. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about not completely losing my bleep at a tailgate and having to have my wife take care of me. Uh, because against North Carolina a month ago, I, I let tequila get the best of me, Theo. Mm-hmm. And boy, did it. Um, in, in the West lot at Hard Rock Stadium, I was, I was in rough shape. Rough, rough shape. Um, people thought that I was in severe medical danger. <laughs> I was just, the tequila, the tequila got to me. It was hot out. It was a four o'clock kickoff and I ended up sleeping through the third quarter. Were um, you drinking with Josh Gaddis? I was not drinking with Josh okay. Gaddis. No, but, but I didn't even make it really out of the parking lot, um, without being totally banged up against North Carolina. So I was going to switch it up a little bit. Okay. I, uh, Saturday night, another opportunity for me. To, to prove myself that I can still I can still do the tailgate thing, all right? And so Miami, Florida State, and I decided to switch it up, and, and Stone, I went with beer. I just did beer. No liquor, 
Yeah, beer. that's what we discussed. That's what we discussed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking at the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just sent Theo the video. Okay, all right. So but you know yeah. what I'm going here. On Thursday, Theo, we despised the plan. It was like, I'm going to stick with beer, yes. water, I'm going to get some food in the middle, and then finish it out with beer. So yeah. we had our plan. Yeah. So That plan did not go well. Well, no, no, but I, I did follow the game plan. So I stuck with beer. I ate a bunch. I ate before we left. I They opened the gates early, which was which was great, but I also think that may have set me up for uh, a failure down the road because there was a little extra time I wasn't accounting for <laughs> that presented itself. Um, so drank beers, ate some more, drank beers, and I actually, like the parking lot portion of the tailgate went well. So that was a success. That was good. Right. I took down tents and helped clean stuff up. And this time, unlike last time, remember walking into the stadium wow. and sitting down and taking my seat. And so that was good. That's a win. That's a win for your boy right there. Unfortunately, about midway through the first quarter, old sleepy time returned. And that's in the seats, head down, slunched over. Rocking back and forth. Rocking back and yeah, forth, trying to, pretend like I'm, <laughs> trying to pretend like, hey, things are good. Things are good. That's what's happening, I think, in the back of my head. But nope, I'm out. I'm out. It's, it's um, sleep. But sleep. It wasn't I'm sleeping even, in the stands. It, but so when you said this to me, and I hadn't seen the video until just mm-hmm. now, I thought that you were saying that you just fell asleep. This is a drunk sleep. This That's is a, not. It's it's a it's a drunk sleep. Yeah, you're it drunk. It was a late onset drunk sleep. <laughs> yeah, like it don't try not. to make it seem like you were tired. No, 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 uh. <laughs> no, no, no. You're out of there. Um, <laughs> you're bobbing for apples almost. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it has become clear to me that I um, at 38 years old, I've I've reached my wall of being able to go hard at a tailgate, at a college football or an NFL tailgate. Mm. I have a certain window, and it ain't three hours before kickoff. I've got maybe an hour before kickoff window, or else it's just inevitably inevitably going to be sleepy time in the seats. Because what you might not know is that I had a little bit of a sleepy time incident last year against Virginia. Mm. The chip shot uh, field goal that went off the upper. No, the extra point that went off the upright mm-hmm. from Bora Gallus. I was awake for that. Saw that. Now... I also, against North Carolina, had sleepy time till midway through the third quarter. And here, from about midway through the first quarter till about three minutes into the third quarter, sleepy time. That that includes halftime, marching band on the field, nothing. What was it like, <laughs> what was it like waking up and seeing that score? Were you surprised? <laughs> well, here's the thing about that. Like, I'm, I'm in and out, so I'm keeping track of, like, as, if the crowd, like, gets loud, I kind of, like, glance up at the score and then... Right back. So I'm keeping track of what's going on. Big plays signify when I'm waking up. <laughs> um, so this it's isn't typically like how my girlfriend watches games, like just not paying attention. But, but she's someone... at home. Yeah, but if someone hits a three and it's like, oh, there we go. Oh yeah, but she, and she's also awake. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that helps. She's just doing something else, like watching Real Housewives or something. Those <laughs> right. two things. Yeah. Being being Me, awake. I'm in public in a stadium of seventy thousand people, and I'm just sleeping. So, do we have? Do we have the ability to call a press conference? Yeah. On we, the day on the day where Frank Reich's been fired and Jeff Saturday has been hired as the Indianapolis Colts head coach. Yes. I have my own major announcement here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, we've invited assembled media here from Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast uh, into the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Um, go ahead and let them in here, Stone. Let them in here so we can um, we can get this underway because we have other things that uh, we need to get to. But I want to make sure. Come on that- up here, baby. 
<laughs> there, there is, uh, there is our, our, our press coordinator, Roger Goodell, uh, bringing everyone in here. All right, when you're ready, Stone. Oh, I thought you had the press conference, uh, the press conference um, ambiance ready to yeah. go. It's like a little clamoring, a little mummering, yeah, talking, a little, uh, no. couple, couple photos being okay. taken. You didn't, you didn't, okay, flicker, you didn't, flicker. it's fine. He didn't get it. It's fine. We can, we can, we can still move on. I mean, I, can, I let him in. Come can, on up here, baby. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Um, I, I am here to announce today my formal retirement from tailgating. Mm. This is difficult, and I never thought that this day would come. I never thought that I, at the ripe age of 38 years old, would have to confront this reality. But I have completely come to the realization that what I'm doing is tough on my family. Mm. It's tough on my friends. It's tough for the people around me. And I... There we go. I officially announced my retirement from tailgating. Maybe, <gasps> maybe there will be a time in the future where I put in an hour's worth of work, but I can't do three-hour tailgates anymore. I've reached the limits of what my body can handle, and hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I said I wouldn't do this. I can't put myself, my body, and my family and my loved ones through this anymore. I'm stepping away from tailgating. Does anybody have any questions? Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5. Yeah, how's it going, Kane? Theo Dorsey, uh, WPTV News Channel 5. Good to see you, uh, and thank here. you for supporting me throughout my career. Of course, man, of course. It's been a great career. Um, well, love, eh. love I remember the time. TV. I remember the time I, I won five games of beer pong back in 2016 oh, against man. Virginia Tech. Oh, man. And that was, you know, you remember our headline that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ken does it again, mm-hmm. and that that was a that was a that was a great. I was at my peak, huh? It, it led the front page, but I gotta ask Ken. Um, you know, there's been murmurs on Twitter. There have been people talking and rumbling. It, we want to know: was this a mutual decision, or were you forced into retirement here by your uh, by your team? No, I. It was a situation where my loved ones have been telling me for quite some time that maybe, just maybe, you should call it quits. And I really, for the first time after the North Carolina game, when my mother texted me after we talked about it here on Ken Levick Alive and said, quote, that's pathetic, you should drink Kool-Aid, that I started to believe that maybe it was time to hang it up. But now with my wife recording me sleeping in the stands and putting it on Instagram during the Florida State game, I realized that it's finally time to get out of the game. I leave with no regrets. I'm proud of what I've accomplished from a tailgating standpoint, but everybody hits their wall, and I have, I have hit my wall. Stone Lebanowitz, ESPN 106.3 FCS Nation. Hey, how's it going, Ken? Uh, I've been followed your highly touted career for a long time now. Thank you. I have a simple question for you. You know, How much of a toll did your tailgating career take on your wife? Because a lot of the videos that have been posted on social uh-huh. media, I mean, it's like taking care of a child. So <laughs> as far as, you know, what kind of toll did it take on your wife, Vivi? I I hate to think of how devastating 
my inability to stay conscious at tailgates has has been to her her mental state, her mental health. And you're right, a 38-year-old man should not have a babysitter. I went and we had a good time. We had a good time and it's our time to connect as one without kids and to do something and then it becomes her trying to feed me water and then punching me when it's time to leave to awake me from a slumber. And her needing to ask strangers to escort you to yeah. the bathroom to pee. Yeah, yeah, that happened against North Carolina. I'm not proud of this. And so, for the sanctity of my marriage, for the strength of my marriage, and out of the goodness of my heart, doing what's right for my family, I'm done with tailgating. I want to thank everybody for being here. God bless. And here's to... A charity game of beer pong down the road. Ooh. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. We love you, Ken. Boo. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'll still have sipping tequila on Sundays. Thanks. Wow, that was emotional. I'm glad wow. I did that, though. It's tough. such a weight off my shoulders. That was tough. That was tough for us to, to sit through, man. It's uh, <sighs> you see the great ones go, you know. Yeah. No, thank you. Aaron Rodgers, you're next. Thank you. Um. Yeah, but I don't even know what anymore. Like, I really only have about an hour of tailgating, I think. And then, uh, like, but I, I'm gonna have to figure out what do people do with tailgates if they're not drinking. Mm, good question. <laughs> uh, that's see, that's the big issue because yeah. it's so loud, and I feel like I've got to mm. be like drinking something. So, and I'm not gonna go the O'Doul's route. Usually, so. like the 12 year olds <laughs> I see at tailgates usually like have like you know like a little football to throw <laughs> back and just forth play with football each other. toss yeah. for two hours until you, we, I can crack open a beer at three o'clock for a yeah. four o'clock kickoff your wife can give you the iPad maybe <laughs> <laughs> sit you in the back of the car <laughs> with the AC bump, bumping give me the tablet yeah you can watch I'll, I'll Coco play Melon games on the tablet <laughs> Coco Melon watch Coco Melon in the, in the back seat of the SUV <laughs> with the Ken, with the windows it's time cracked, you're going to the stadium. <laughs> Wait, what? Just one more episode. Oh man, that's what it's come to. That's what it, you know. What? That's good. And Tablet just, and tossing around the football for two hours not, until I'm allowed out of the car with a minute left, <laughs> with an hour left to go before kickoff. Not, not just any iPad too, like an iPad with a cute like cat type. Yeah, it's got a hello. It's got a hello kitty. kitty. Yeah, yeah, it's like a so it's leapfrog. So if you drop it, it won't break. Yeah, you can pick it right back up. Mm, good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad we figured that out. Good. But I, I can no longer. I mean, it is. Or. I can't do a three, three and a half hour tailgate anymore. It's just not possible. Maybe trademark. You know, a lot of parents like to put a leash on their kids. Like, oh, you know, where it's I like, would love like to see the, that. Like the monkey, the animal, or it's the bee costume where they have a leash and you just get you yeah. know, pulled left or right. You should. What I should have done is probably walked halfway around the damn stadium to just hang out with Stone for a little bit. And sweat yeah. it out. That would have offset. No doubt about it. What uh, the the speed in which I was consuming beers. Because, again, the parking lot fine, The parking lot time was, was fine. But then once we got in, it was late, and I'm old, and I'm drunk, and that's where the sleepy time comes in. Also, the Canes weren't putting up a bunch of Well, fights, this so. is the thing, too. The, the, the game was painful yeah. and painfully boring. And that's a big issue and a contributing factor as well. But no excuses. I own it. And I'm officially retiring from the three-hour tailgate. And I'd like to thank all of you for uh, supporting me through, uh, through this endeavor. Uh, now, speaking of supporting through endeavors, I support you making money. I support you making money through fantasy. Just sit in your backside on your couch 
and playing fantasy sports and winning cash, and you do that with Underdog Fantasy and UnderdogFantasy.com. Right now, I'm looking at a unique game, $10 entry, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football Melee. This is sort of the the fun fantasy games that they have there. You can win money uh, by uh, drafting tonight's Monday Night Football game and Thursday Night Football, and the biggest point total, you can win a share of 60 thousand dollars how about some nba there's some monday night hoops there there's college hoops as well nhl monday puck drop and there's even a fantasy game way too early wild card i'm looking at right now in the featured games where you are playing nfl playoff best ball i absolutely love that wide receivers tight ends like you're just unique and they're fun and you're making money with underdog fantasy it's the best fantasy it's my fantasy it is underdog fantasy and use the promo code west palm get that deposit doubled up to hundred dollars underdog fantasy underdogfantasy.com underdog fantasy it's the new age of fantasy if you're not in you're late because millions have joined underdog fantasy they're making money where are you why haven't you joined the party underdog fantasy and underdogfantasy.com that's underdog fantasy the most fun fantasy my fantasy use that promo code west palm to double your deposit up to 100 dollars. so where oh where do we go now with the canes and lebron's lion Again, he's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka, recently retired from tailgating, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Adam Schefter tweeting 10 minutes ago. Here is one of the biggest issues that new Colts interim head coach Jeff Saturday will encounter once he arrives in Indianapolis later today. No one on his staff has ever called NFL plays before. It will be one of Saturday's first orders of business, figuring out who will call the plays Sunday against the Raiders. So the day before the NFL game, their first order of business, who's going to call the plays? Uh Maybe they should ask Matt. Just keep hitting the Ask Madden like you're doing, No, Madden. it's like he's going to have an audition. Like, you guys come in here and make your case on who's going to call the play. Hey, let, let Sam Ellinger do it. No. There you go. Let's let That's an idea. It. If we're going to go with full tank mode, why not? And then how about this dichotomy? Zach Blobner of WDAE in Tampa. Jeff Scott got fired over the weekend as USF head coach. He won four games in three years. Three of them were against a D2 team or an FCS team. Mm. Yikes. Here's Zach Blobner's tweet. Breaking, sources tell me the USF job is John Gruden's if he wants it. <laughs> Fam U head coach Willie Simmons is 1B. So wait, a guy who got fired for using the N-word is the first option for USF, and an HBCU yeah. head coach is the other option for USF. Yeah. Two sides of the spectrum. What is happening? They're trying to be bipartisan in their coaching search. <laughs> I have a really good Willie Simmons story, too. <laughs> so, so, so. I, was, <laughs> I did not expect that. I know this that. is going to be good. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so, I was a sophomore in high school. <clears throat> I went to a satellite camp, so a bunch of different schools there. It was hosted at FAU, though. So, or FAMU, I apologize. FAMU. So, I go to this camp, and I think I'm a really good quarterback, right? Really confident kid. Undersized, <laughs> no doubt. We yeah, know that. Yeah, we already know that. So, so, I go to this camp, and... Willie Simmons is splitting up the quarterbacks, and he puts me in with the eighth graders, and he tells me to go participate oh. in the eighth grade camp. And you're in sophomore in high school. I'm a sophomore in high school. <laughs> so I'm a little upset. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing here. Like, I'm a little confused. 
once I realized 10 minutes after into throwing one-on-ones that I'm hanging out with the eighth graders and all the middle school receivers and stuff, I'm like, this is really messed up. So I sneak over to the high school line with kids that are, that are my age. That are my age. <laughs> sneak on and over. I don't it's last. Kids with like Mickey Mouse socks. I don't last 30 seconds into that group before Willie Simmons walks over and starts yelling at me. He says, well, I told you to get in that group over there. You can't just sneak over here and play with the kids. Blah, 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 blah. And he said, get back over there. <laughs> I'm looking around. and I was like, coach, I'm in high school. I'm in high school. And he said, I told you to get back over there. And now I'm looking at this FAMU head coach who thinks I'm a middle schooler. Oh, my God. And so I go on over to the, <laughs> the eighth graders. And then I sneak back over to the high schoolers. By then, I just quit. And I, I, I end up walking off and <laughs> leaving the field. So, so my Division One aspirations were real shot here. Sophomore year high school. There you goes your scholarship to FAMU. <laughs> why, why wouldn't Willie Simmons listen to you that you were a sophomore in high school? Just thought I was lying. Thought I was really trying to show everybody up, say I'm an eighth grader and I can really play with the big dogs. Oh wow! But I really hope he gets the USF job now. <laughs> yeah, that would be hilarious. Yeah, that the would guy be who at a camp said, "No, you're not in high school, Stone Lebanowicz. You're an eighth grader. Go throw with the eighth graders." <laughs> and then reinforced it. And later then on, yeah, reinforced it. And yelled forced, at me. Yeah, and and it forced Stone to quit because he was so hurt by it. Oh man! <laughs> yeah, I left. <laughs> I love. I love. Wow, Willie. Um, but again, USF. I want to make sure everybody is abundantly clear with what Zab Blobner is reporting. That USF is either going to hire a man who used an N-word in an email mm. to get fired as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, or a man who has been a successful HBCU head coach. It's kind of a... I mean, <laughs> you're right. It hits really both ends of the spectrum. I, yeah. I'd maybe Everybody go for someone on the in-between. I don't know. That's just me, though. I don't know. So, I don't know. You know, USF. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, how are you feeling? Because you did nothing but advocate for Mario Cristobal in the offseason, and we were all excited about Mario Cristobal. How are you feeling now that this team might not make a bowl game, and it's been blown out by Middle Tennessee yep. and Duke and suffered the worst loss in Miami, Florida State history? So it's weird because, you know, we have a caller calling, Bobby from Boca. We all three admitted that this team looked like they quit pretty early on in that game. With a head coach like Mario Cristobal, you can quit. With a head coach like Mario Cristobal, you can get on Twitter and go after reporters and kind of get out of line, talk out of line. It's all really confusing to me. We're going after Josh Gaddis. I think a lot of this does have to do with Tyler Van Dyke and with Jay Garcia. We saw Jakari Brown, the third-string quarterback, play a lot. And I'm battling. Is it because they like him or is it because they absolutely hate Tyler Van Dyke and Jake Garcia? I don't really know where to point the finger at the moment with these guys. I just know this is not competitive and this is not. I don't at care. All. I don't care. They can say rebuild all they want. I don't care. Even in a rebuild, this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. The one thing that's going to change it for mm. me is if Cristobal can recruit four- and five-star offensive linemen. Like, that's how you start. That's really the base. That's the foundation to get a team turned around. So that's what I'm looking for this offseason. But this one is crumbled up, throw it in the garbage. And, yeah, there are red flags in the coaching staff when we didn't think there was going to be. Kevin Steele, he's up for the Wisconsin job. He's up for the Auburn job. Like, he's a really good coach. Josh Gaddis, we talked about him being a Broyles Award winner, one of the best offensive assistants in all of college football as of a season and a half ago. But what and is now that? Here we are. Yeah, and being an offensive assistant can mean a bunch of things. Yeah. And it is clear that he doesn't know how to scheme. Yeah, like he just doesn't. I and I hate saying this, but Manny Diaz ain't losing like that to Florida State. No, no matter who is on that roster, he ain't losing like that. 
these but are he's also not guys. recruiting like this though too. So it's just like what do you, you know? Like which do you prefer? I prefer the recruiting honestly. If we're gonna just punt this year away and say that we'll be better next year and maybe it gradually gets better, I think the ceiling with Manny Diaz was obviously something that we were okay. but not it's, inspired by. We can we can sit here and live on hope. With recruiting, but all I know from a football standpoint, I'm just trying to look at it from a football standpoint. It's hard to be patient when you don't see any glimmer of positivity. I mean, name one positive thing from Saturday night. There's not one. And then, oh, but they won the game before. They haven't scored a touchdown in nine quarters. They beat a bad Virginia team without finding the end zone at all. The positive (laughs) is you know where the problem is, and it's offense. Like, if you get better at play calling. What, did you you see what Florida State did to your defense Saturday? (laughs) I mean, yeah. The defense is letting up more explosive plays than half of the team. Is is Virginia the greatest show on turf? No. I mean, I don't know, man. You said one positive. It's just that you know where the real pain is. I know, and I appreciate you trying. But you know, like, you know what needs to change. And an offense that scored 14 against Virginia with no touchdowns and three against Florida State at home in a primetime game is obviously the the main cause of concern. They also weren't putting the defense in the best position, not that the defense was we said tackling be- well. We said before the season that this guy's leash is not short. Has that changed? Has our thought changed Yeah, yeah, no, changed it's not changed. He's, it, it, what's the kid, uh, Okunloa Pancake Honcho? He gets that kid, the the recruit in. He mm-hmm. gets all these other five stars. We just got Carmine McLean. Yeah, his leash still as long as it's ever been. And yep. if anything, fans are just a little bit more enraged. They don't like him as much as Q rating is lower. But he's not going anywhere. Like Francis Malagoa. Mario? Mario's not going What's anywhere or Gaddis isn't going what anywhere. What did I call him? Okunloa? It was close, but Francis Malagoa. Malagoa, I thought, is the guy we already have. No, he's the five-star left tackle at IMG Academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. Number that one in the country. Yeah, yeah. Carmine McLean, also the number one defender in the country. It's like we're still bringing in these guys. I mean, yeah. They haven't touched campus yet, but and I, I, I still think like yeah, Mario can recruit, like, but I just need to see it happen. Like I need pen to paper, and I need to see guys, and they I need, need to see development. I need development. This is the thing. Nobody's gotten better on this football team this Ugh. year. There's not a single player I can name on this Miami roster who has gotten better this year. Just because they're seeing time doesn't mean that they're better. Jake Garcia, nothing. And he's seen enough action now where you'd think he'd be able to fall into a little bit of a, uh, of a rhythm. He'll ne- inevitably be in the transfer portal when the season Yeah, ends. without question. I just... See you. And, and, and I mean, Gaddis is going to take all the heat on this, and I don't know if he's going to be back next year because, again, he doesn't develop anybody. It doesn't seem like he develops anybody. Mario, like, and he should, preach patience. Preach patience. And after nine games, it's really hard to make any sort of overwhelming judgment. You need to be patient because, I mean, well... Nebraska, what would happen if they made a rush judgment on Scott Frost after nine games? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I think it would have. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a bad example. Hmm. All I'm saying is that you can tell me be patient all you want. Be patient, be patient, be patient. But what I see on the field is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing, and that's quitting, and that's non-competitive football. But those are also not his guys, and he has recruiting classes coming in that do – have some promise to it. So the patience at least is coming with, like, I guess there's no tanking in college football like you would see in the NFL, but you see what's around the corner, and it's good recruiting class. Dan Lanning went in, and he (laughs) was able to take Mario's guys but then bring in a bunch of transfers, and they're rolling right now. Yeah. And a lot of those guys don't have anything to do with Mario Cristobal. But those are his guys that he recruited. So, 
Yeah. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, with offices conveniently located in Paul. Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. He's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, you got a little PBKC in your future. What do you got? Well, you know what? PBKC is your South Florida destination for live poker and exciting events, including brutally honest comedian Nick DiPaolo, who kicks off the comedy season this Friday in the paddock. And the poker room welcomes the bad, the bar poker championships this week. Not bad poker, bar poker. That's important to note. (laughs) With big guarantee tournaments, live streaming, and more. Buy your tickets now for paddock live events. Nick DiPaolo, Jackie Martling, Joe Theismann, and Chris McDonald at pbkennelclub.com. Lunch with a legend. Those are going well at PBKC. You should check it out. All right. Uh, real quick, too, Stone, could you uh, just find me, let me know when you have it, intense horse music, because uh, I do need to give a championship update from the FIP World Polo Championship. The promo before we, we came back in here was us talking about a couple of weeks ago, Theo had been approached by a, um, a, a guy at a gas station selling the home theater system yes. out of the back of his car. I'll get to that in a moment, because I have a follow-up on that. <laughs> But first, let me tell you about the FIP World Polo Championship. Congratulations to Spain. They are the new world champions. They take down the USA in overtime yesterday Mm. at the USPA National Polo Center to win the FIP World Polo Championship. The score was tied 10-10 in overtime. The winning goal coming from 150 yards out as Spain wins 11-10. But what a run. For Team USA, they beat the defending champions, Argentina, in the semifinal. A thrilling FIP World Polo Championship, and obviously everybody who went out saw the drama, the tense moments, and the great electric play at the FIP World Polo Championships. Congratulations to all our friends over there at the USPA National Polo Center, US Polo, for a great event, the FIP World Polo Championships. All right, so... My buddy Lavelle, and he listens all the time. Great guy. He just messaged me, Ken, my dumbass bought the gas station home theater. No. There's no way. And I I replied, no way, dude. And he goes, yes, $200. I'm still looking for them mother bleepers. Oh, no. (laughs) Oh. Why would he buy it? I've never heard of that before. So this is this works. It apparently, apparently, it occasionally works. I guess that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, that's what I always, I tell people. Like people only try things that have worked in the past because eventually you would just stop, right? Like guys catcalling women at the gas station. You know, one in three hundred, I guess, works right. out. And the same with home theaters, I guess. Well, <laughs> now that's a good one. Catcalling women. Catcalling at the gas station. What up, baby? Unleaded? <laughs> yeah, like, like, but it has oh, to have worked you get once. Premi- you get premium in your car? You're premium too, baby. Yeah, 
There you go. <laughs> or just a simple, on. what's up, girl? It's the simple one. Like, uh, do these calling, work? <laughs> and, and it's wrong, and guys shouldn't do it. But no. I'm telling you, to, to the ladies out there that wonder why guys do it, because one in 315 yeah. scores. Oh, Lavelle. I guess the theme is if and, you're down bad. If your car speaker had just tapped out, you're looking for a new one. <laughs> no! If no, you it's just, a home no, If you just left your man, you're looking for a new one. No, oh, that's not goodness. a quick fix. Buying from the person at the gas station. <laughs> um, all right, Lavelle, I have, I have something for you. You want to get those $200 back? Play Underdog Fantasy. Yes. Underdogfantasy.com, okay? You hear me talking about it every day. Lavelle, the best way to get away with this and make sure that nobody outside of us and all well, the thousands of people listening to us right now <laughs> ever hear about this again is to get that money back into your account with Underdog Fantasy. Play Monday Night Football Fantasy tonight. Play Week 10 NFL Fantasy. Play NBA Fantasy, NHL Fantasy. Dozens of games on a nightly basis. It's so fun. It's so good. And in Lavelle's case... It'll restore some sort of respect. Mm. It is Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. And uh, Lavelle, use the promo code WESTPALM. Get your deposit doubled up to $100, okay? Use the promo code WESTPALM. Get your deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. <laughs> now, if that doesn't epitomize Ken Levick alive right there, when you get scammed, just go ahead and gamble to get it back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. We're for the people. Yes. We are for the people. Also, oh, gamble your God. money away to get it back. Why did Why did you print? <laughs> why did you print this? I just realized this. This is like a color copy printout of a screenshot of how bad Miami got beat. Like, why are you making me see this, Stone? Let's see. Largest win series history: Florida State plus forty-seven and ninety-seven. Miami plus forty-seven and seventy-six. Miami two thousand twenty plus forty-two. Florida State plus forty-two twenty twenty-two. And then nineteen eighty-four. Florida State plus thirty-five. Ink. You used yeah. color ink it in is, our printers. Yeah. To, We've to been remind talking us. a lot about history and how you remember it. This one's uh, along the <laughs> list of getting blown out here. Forty-two the margin for uh, Saturday. Uh, uh, well, I want to thank all of you guys for uh, for being there in my time of need as I retired from tailgating yes, today. Yes, yes. I want to thank my wife for uh, putting on Instagram me. <laughs> So she said, too, that I was just, like, indiscriminately clapping with Florida State fans. Yeah, she, he, he said he'd wake up when something happened and he'd clap, but most of the time it was Florida State scoring, yeah. so it's Ken Well, because that's the only thing that was happening. Hey, did you see that Borgalis field goal? I mean, come on. There's There was nothing like it. That was – I mean, he scored 100% of the points for Miami for the second really, straight time. I'm just going to have to stick with sipping tequila on Sundays. That's it. Yeah. My tailgating days are done. At least you're going to be celebrating Dolphins win. Hell Yeah. yeah. Tua, MVP. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Jeff Saturday is the new Indianapolis Colts head coach. And that's not a joke. That's real. Like, are we going to have L.A. Chargers head coach Mina Kimes? Yeah. Like, what is going on? Running backs coach LaDainian Thomas. I like that. <laughs> like that. Jeff Saturday coached one year of small Georgia high school football. And now for the final, it's not like two games, the final half of a season, he's the head coach of the Indianapolis Colts. I'm pretty sure Hebron Christian is like single A football, literally in Georgia. It's like nine on nine. Yeah. Like they, they, I remember covering some games they played in and really when they got their tails whipped. That's kind of weird.
In college, you have to sign up, and there's usually a paper, a piece of paper taped on somebody's door in the facility, like of end the year meetings, right before you go on Christmas break and stuff, where you like just sign up what time slot you want. You got to sit down one on one with the head coach. And you know, I said it during break. These guys are gonna have to introduce themselves to Jeff Saturday. Now, most of these guys probably don't know who he is. He's just an uh, uh, urban myth about when he used to play here and what he used to do. These guys got to introduce themselves to the new head coach. Like, hey, Sonny, my name's Jeff. I used to play here. Good to meet you. Also, the coaching staff. What position like, do you play, bud? <laughs> hey, Bucko. It is Monday. They have a game, what, Sunday against the Raiders? Uh, yep. How does Jeff Saturday win over the coaching staff and the players at all? They're playing even... the Raiders? Yeah, I mean, that's, oh, he's fine. That's so you, true. So you, <laughs> you, obviously, you obviously have one of the top assistants who kind of runs everything, and he's there for, at that point, management. Like, here's what we're going to do, boys. Here's the mentality we're going to have. But the other coach has to coach the X's and O's because yeah. there's no way he can learn he what's going on. By the way, a proud Matt Ryan. <laughs> A, a, I mean, I think most people think an eventual Pro Football Hall of Famer, no, Matt no, Ryan, no, 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 made no. a conscious decision to go to Indianapolis to close out his career to only get benched for Sam Ellinger and then for Jeff Saturday to become his head coach. All in one season. Yes, I agree with everything in that <laughs> except for Pro Football Hall of Famer, Matt Ryan. He, uh, he has a not, case. No, he, he absolutely doesn't. has a case. He does not have a case. I would love to hear it. I'm not he willing not to, to, to knock it <laughs> Matt right Ryan now. Has but zero case. But he's probably had a couple of seasons where he had one season had more passing yards or maybe okay, fine. Kyle Shanahan. fine. A, 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 a MVP caliber, former MVP yeah, caliber. Former MVP. Is he like a Fal- Falcons Ring of Honor guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there Falcons we go. Ring of Honor for sure. I so mean, statistically, he's the best Falcons quarterback of all time. <laughs> right, right, right. Uh, NFC champion, like fine. Okay. It doesn't change the fact that it Matt is, Ryan, yeah. who's he's, had a very good career, made a decision to go there, and in one year, he's lost his job to Sam Ellinger after five games, and Jeff Saturday is his head coach <laughs> after a stint at Hebron <laughs> Christian College or high school. Is Matt Ryan a better Falcons quarterback than Michael Vick? No, but he's got better numbers he's, he, because he stayed out of prison. Yeah, yeah. Michael Vick, <laughs> yeah, Mike Vick right. going to prison and having, having to go to the Eagles afterwards is definitely what derailed that, but... Vic, I think, would have been a better. And if you ask any Falcons fans, sure, they love Vic way oh, more yeah, than they like Matt Ryan. Oh yeah, because Vic had a personality. Matt Ryan yeah. is, yeah, he, I mean, nothing. He's also like Vic <laughs> is just like a legendary. Bread. Yeah, he's a piece of white bread. There, perfect. <laughs> but he had, some, he had some good years there and all. But Hall of when you drop that, I just I cringe a little bit. But man. but go, Stone, could Hall you just Google real quick? Google Matt Ryan potential Hall of Famer, and I oh, want you to see don't. what comes up because I guarantee you there are reputable no, there NFL. Analysts and uh, brains that have tried to make the case for Matt Ryan. I assure you of that. Mike Florio. <laughs> well, I hope. I hope that's not the first thing that comes up. That would completely undercut my uh, my argument on Matt Ryan. That sounds like something Matt, Mike Florio wrote on a Wednesday this summer ahead of him joining the Colts. That sounds like a Florio blog. Post. I saw an acknowledging head nod from Stone. What do we got there, Stone? Yeah, so this is an article by Matthew Willis, Cold Wire, Matt. So we're Cold Wire, which is I have no idea what that is. Or that is. We're well, off to a poor start. It, it, it started with, is Matt Ryan a Hall of Famer? It's worse than SB Nation. And then <laughs> it, 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 it's all photos. Yeah. It says, bef- you know what? The quote before I clicked on it said that he's obviously a Hall of Famer. So, like, wow. this was two days ago. Like, what's next after Matt Ryan being benched? Oh, so see someone else, uh, some guy from some place, Thinks yeah, that he's yeah. obviously a Hall of Famer. It says, with his career, it's clear that Matt Ryan is a future NFL Hall of See, Famer. It's Wh- clear. Theo. Wow. While 2022 didn't go the way he was hoping. Wow. 
It won't prevent him from reaching Canton, Ohio. He's who, who, <laughs> so you got one article from uh, Coldwire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so that's uh, Matthew Willis there. And guys. intern D Wade is right. He said he he just told me big stats, no rings. Uh, but he also had the biggest. <laughs> he blew the biggest yeah, lead in Super Bowl history. So there you go. Yeah, when you talk He'll, about historics you know and being remembered, He'll that's, be right. that's, that's, remembered that's historic. Exactly. He will, that moment will be in Canton. You're right. Twenty-eight to three will be in Canton. Uh-huh. So that's how Matt Ryan makes it into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. <laughs> But not as an inductee. Okay. There will be no Matt Ryan bust. He'll go to Canton, but as a guest. Yeah. He, All right. <laughs> you know what? Tom Brady should invite him as one of his uh-huh. guests uh-huh. for his Hall of Fame speech because he couldn't. Have, <laughs> he couldn't have did it without that Super Bowl, right? Four he time, would only have six. Four-time Pro Bowler, All Bro, 2016 <laughs> NFL MVP, All Bro Team. 60, did he make the Stone <laughs> Man with All Bro Team? Sixty-one thousand career passing yards. Uh, Ran, really ranked seven all time. He's ahead of Dan Marino. So yeah, the argument could get. Yeah, I don't see now Stone's formulating. <laughs> the argument a little bit. Four-time Pro Bowler sort of loses its luster when Mac Jones is a one-time Pro yeah. Bowler. And also, where where on his um, Pro Football Reference page does it say "bench for Sam Ellinger"? I'm just trying to. Say. All right, well, that's rough. That's a blemish. <laughs> that is a blemish. Well, not no, anymore. That not that anymore that they hired Jeff Saturday. Oh, we realized what their ultimate goal was. It doesn't surprise. It him. doesn't. Yeah. What if Jeff Saturday comes in and demands that Matt Ryan start again, and he pulls everything that was left in Matt Ryan mm. out, and the Colts make a run? Respect. Oof. A run for what uh number 14 pick <laughs> yeah i was about to say like now they've run themselves out of getting an next right, franchise right. quarterback good job Matt Ryan. oh man i love feather in the cap uh before we talk about the uh, miami hurricanes and uh, the uh. um and the florida state seminoles on saturday night you know stone i went into last weekend and i was feeling i was feeling confident i was feeling refreshed i was feeling like I was on the right path to success. And what am I talking about? I'm talking about not completely losing my bleep at a tailgate and having to have my wife take care of me. Uh, because against North Carolina a month ago, I, I let tequila get the best of me, Theo. Mm, mm. And boy, did it. Um, in, in the West Lot at Hard Rock Stadium, I was, I was in rough shape. Rough, rough shape. Um, People thought that I was in severe medical danger. I was just, the tequila, the tequila got to me. It was hot out. It was a four o'clock kickoff, and I ended up sleeping through the third quarter. Were you um, drinking with Josh Gaddis? I was not sense. drinking with Josh okay. Gaddis, no. But, but I didn't even make it really out of the parking lot um, without being totally banged up against North Carolina. So I was going to switch it up a little bit, okay? I, uh, Saturday night, another opportunity for me. To, to prove myself that I can still I can still do the tailgate thing, all right? And so Miami, Florida State, and I decided to switch it up, and, and Stone, I went with beer. I just did beer. No liquor, yeah, beer. That's what we discussed. <laughs> that's what we discussed. Yeah. I'm looking at the video. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I just sent Theo the video. Okay, all right. So but you know yeah, what I'm going to On Thursday, Theo, we despised the plan. It was like, I'm going to stick with beer, yes. water, I'm going to get some food in the middle, and then finish it out with beer. So yes. we had our plan. Yeah. So that plan did not go well. No, no, but I I did follow the game plan. So I stuck with beer. I ate a bunch. I ate before we left. I they opened the gates early, which was which was great. But I also think that may have set me up for uh, a failure down the road because there was a little extra time I wasn't accounting for (laughs) that presented itself. Um, So drank beers, ate some more, drank beers, and I actually like the parking lot portion of the tailgate. Went well. So that was a success. That was good. 
I took down tents and helped clean stuff up. And this time, unlike last time, remember walking into the stadium and sitting down and taking my seat. And so that was good. That's a win. That's a win for your boy right there. Unfortunately, about midway through the first quarter, old sleepy time returned. And that's in the seats, head down, slunched over. Rocking back and forth. Rocking back and yeah, forth, trying bobbing. to pretend like I'm <laughs> trying to pretend like hey, things are good. Things are good. That's what's happening, I think, in the back of my head. But nope, I'm out. I'm out. It's it's um, sleep. But it's it sleep. I'm sleeping even, in the stands. It, but so when you said this to me, and I hadn't seen the video until just mm-hmm. now, I thought that you were saying that you just fell asleep. This is a drunk sleep. This That's is a, not. It's it's a it's a drunk sleep. Yeah, you're it drunk. It was a late onset drunk sleep. <laughs> yeah, like it don't try not... to make it seem like you were tired. No, 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 uh, <laughs> no, no, no. You're out of there. Um, You're bobbing for apples almost. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it has become clear to me that I, um, at 38 years old, I've I've reached my wall of being able to go hard at a tailgate, at a college football or an NFL tailgate. Mm. I have a certain window, and it ain't three hours before kickoff. I've got maybe an hour before kickoff window, or else it's just inevitably inevitably going to be sleepy time in the seats. Because what you might not know is that I had a little bit of a sleepy time incident last year against Virginia. Mm. The chip shot uh, field goal that went off the upper. No, the extra point that went off the upright mm-hmm. from Borregalis. I was awake for that. Saw that. Now... I also, against North Carolina, had sleepy time till midway through the third quarter. And here, from about midway through the first quarter till about three minutes into the third quarter, sleepy time. That, that includes halftime, marching band on the field, nothing. What was, it like? nothing. what was it like waking up and seeing that score? Were you surprised? Well, here's the thing about that. Like, I'm, I'm in and out, so I'm keeping track of, like, as if the crowd, like, gets loud, I kind of, like, glance up at the score and then... Right back. So I'm keeping track of what's going on. Big plays signify when I'm waking up. <laughs> um, so this Which isn't is typically like how my girlfriend watches games, like just not paying attention. But, but she's at home. Yeah, but someone hits a three and it's like, oh, there we go. Oh yeah, and, she, and she's also awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that helps. She's just doing something else, like watching Real Housewives or something. Those right. Two things. Yeah. Being being Me, awake. I'm in public in a stadium of seventy thousand people, and I'm just sleeping. So, do we have? Do we have the ability to call a press conference? Yeah. On we, the day on the day where Frank Reich's been fired and Jeff Saturday has been hired as the Indianapolis Colts head coach. Yes. I have my own major announcement here on Ken Levick Alive. Uh, we've invited assembled media here from Palm Beach County and the Treasure Coast uh, into the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios. Um, go ahead and let them in here, Stone. Let them in here so we can um, we can get this underway because we have other things that uh, we need to get to. But I want to make sure. Come on that- up here, baby. There, there is, uh, there is our, our, our press coordinator, Roger Goodell, uh, bringing everyone in here. All right, when you're ready, Stone. Oh, I thought you had the press conference, uh, the press conference um, ambiance ready to yeah. go. It's like a little clamoring, a little mummering, talking, yeah, a little, uh, no. couple, couple photos being okay. Taken, you didn't, you didn't, okay, you didn't, flicker. it's fine. He didn't get it. It's fine. We can, we can, we can still move on. I mean, I, can, I let him in. Come I can, on up here, baby. All right, all right, all right. Um, I, I am here to announce today my formal retirement from tailgating. Mm. This is difficult, and I never thought that. This day would come. I never thought that I, at 
the ripe age of 38 years old would have to confront this reality. But I have completely come to the realization that what I'm doing is tough on my family. Mm. It's tough on my friends. It's tough for the people around me. And I... There you go. I officially announced my retirement from tailgating. <gasps> maybe, maybe... There will be a time in the future where I put in an hour's worth of work, but I can't do three-hour tailgates anymore. I've reached the limits of what my body can handle, and... Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said I wouldn't do this. I can't put myself, my body... And my family and my loved ones through this anymore. I'm stepping away from tailgating. Does anybody have any questions? Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5. Yeah, how's it going, Ken? Theo Dorsey, uh, WPTV News Channel 5. Good to see you, uh, and thank here. you for supporting me throughout my career. Of course, man, of course. It's been a great career. Um, well, I, love, eh. love I remember the time you. I remember the time I, I won five games of beer pong back in 2016 oh, against man. Virginia Tech. Oh, man. And that was, you know, I remember our headline that time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ken does it again. Mm-hmm. And that, that, was a, that, was a, that was a great... That was at my peak, huh? It, it led the front page. But I got to ask Ken... Um, you know, there's been murmurs on Twitter. There have been people talking and rumbling. It, we want to know: was this a mutual decision, or were you forced into retirement here by your uh, by your team? No, I. It was a situation where my loved ones have been telling me for quite some time that maybe, just maybe, you should call it quits. And I really, for the first time, after the North Carolina game, when my mother texted me after we talked about it here on Ken Levick Alive and said, quote, that's pathetic, you should drink Kool-Aid, that I started to believe that maybe it was time to hang it up. But now, with my wife recording me sleeping in the stands and putting it on Instagram during the Florida State game, I realized that it's finally time to get out of the game. I leave with no regrets. I'm proud of what I've accomplished from a tailgating standpoint, but everybody hits their wall, and I have, I have hit my wall. Stone Labanowitz, ESPN 106.3, FCS Nation. Hey, how's it going, Ken? I've uh, been followed your highly touted career for a long time now. Thank you. I have a simple question for you. You know, how much of a toll did your tailgating career take on your wife? Because a lot of the videos that have been posted on social uh-huh. media, I mean, it's like taking care of a child. So <laughs> as far as, you know, what kind of toll did it take on your wife, Vivi? I, I hate to think of how devastating... My inability to stay conscious at tailgates has, has been to her, her mental state, her mental health. And you're right. A 38-year-old man should not have a babysitter. I went, and we had a good time. We had a good time. And it's our time to connect as one without kids and to do something. And then it becomes her trying to feed me water and then punching me when it's time to leave. To awake me from a slumber. And her needing to ask strangers to escort you to the bathroom to pee. Yeah, yeah, that happened against North Carolina. I'm not proud of this. And so, for the sanctity of my marriage, for the strength of my marriage, and out of the goodness of my heart, doing what's right for my family, I'm done with tailgating. I want to thank everybody for being here. God bless. And here's to 
a charity game of beer pong down the road. Ooh. Goodbye, everybody. Take care. We love you, Ken. Boo. I love you. I love you. I love you. <laughs> I'll still have sipping tequila on Sundays. Thanks. Wow, that was emotional. I'm glad wow. I did that, though. It's tough. such a weight off my shoulders. That was tough. That was tough for us to, to sit through, man. It's uh, <sighs> You see the great ones go, you know? No, thank you. Aaron Rodgers, you're next. Thank you. Um, yeah, but I don't even know what any more, like, I really only have about an hour of tailgating, I think, and then, uh, like, but I... I'm going to have to figure out, what do people do with tailgates if they're not drinking? Mm, good question. <laughs> that's, see, that's the big issue because yeah. it's so loud, and I feel like I've got to mm. be like drinking something. So, And I'm not going to go the O'Doul's route. Usually, so. like, the 12-year-olds I see at tailgates usually like have like you know like a little football to throw back and <laughs> Just forth play with football each other. toss yeah. for two hours until you, we, I can crack open a beer at 3 o'clock for a yeah. 4 o'clock kickoff. Your wife can give you the iPad maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Sit you in the back of the car with the AC bump, bumping. Give me the tablet. Yeah. You can watch Coco Melon. i games on the tablet. <laughs> Coco Melon. Watch Coco Melon in, in the backseat of the SUV. <laughs> with the Ken, with the windows it's time cracked, you're going to the stadium. <laughs> Wait, what? Just one more episode. Oh man, that's what it's come to. That's what it, you know. What? That's good. And Tablet just, and tossing around the football for two hours not, until I'm allowed out of the car with a minute left, <laughs> with an hour left to go before kickoff. Not, not just any iPad too, like an iPad with a cute like cat type. Yeah, it's got a hello. It's got a hello, hello kitty. kitty. Yeah, yeah, it's like a <laughs> so leap frog. If you drop it, it won't break. Yeah, you can pick it right back up. Mm, good, good. I'm glad we figured that out. Good. But I, I can no longer. I mean, it is. Or, I can't do a three, three and a half hour tailgate anymore. It's just not possible. Okay, maybe trademark. You know, a lot of parents like to put a leash on their kids. Like, oh, you know, I like, would love to like see the, that. Like the monkey, the animal, or it's the bee costume. Where they have a leash and you just get yeah. you know, pulled left or right. You should. What I should have done is probably walked halfway around the damn stadium to just hang out with Stone for a little bit. And sweat yeah. it out. That would have offset. No doubt about it. What uh, the the speed in which I was consuming beers. Because, again, the parking lot fine, The parking lot time was, was fine. But then once we got in, it is late, and I'm old, and I'm drunk, and that's where the sleepy time comes in. Yeah. Also, the Canes weren't putting up a bunch of Well, fights, this so. is the thing, too. The, the, the game was painful yeah. and painfully boring. And that's a big issue at a contributing factor as well. But no excuses. I own it. And I'm officially retiring from the three-hour tailgate. And I'd like to thank all of you for uh, supporting me through, uh, through this endeavor. Uh, now, speaking of supporting through endeavors, I support you making money. I support you making money through fantasy. Just sitting your backside on your couch and playing fantasy sports and winning cash. And you do that with Underdog Fantasy and UnderdogFantasy.com. Right now, I'm looking at a unique game, $10 entry, Monday Night Football, Thursday Night Football Melee. This is sort of the, the fun fantasy games that they have there. You can win money uh, by uh, drafting tonight's Monday Night Football game and Thursday Night Football. And the biggest point total, you can win a share of 60 thousand dollars how about some nba there's some monday night hoops there there's college hoops as well nhl monday puck drop and there's even a fantasy game way too early wild card i'm looking at right now in the featured games where you are playing nfl playoff best ball i absolutely love that wide receivers tight ends like you're just unique and they're fun and you're making money with underdog fantasy it's the best fantasy it's my fantasy it is underdog fantasy and use the promo code west palm get that deposit doubled up to hundred dollars underdog fantasy underdogfantasy.com underdog fantasy it's the new age of fantasy if you're not in you're late because millions have joined underdog fantasy they're making money where are you why haven't you joined the party underdog fantasy and underdogfantasy.com 
That's Underdog Fantasy, the most fun fantasy. My fantasy. Use that promo code WESTPALM to double your deposit up to $100. So where or where do we go now with the Canes and LeBron's Lion again? He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levicka, recently retired from tailgating, and I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levicka Live on ESPN 106.3. Adam Schefter tweeting 10 minutes ago. Here is one of the biggest issues that new Colts interim head coach Jeff Saturday will encounter once he arrives in Indianapolis later today. No one on his staff has ever called NFL plays before. It will be one of Saturday's first orders of business, figuring out who will call the plays Sunday against the Raiders. So the day before the NFL game, their first order of business, who's going to call the plays? Uh Maybe they should ask Matt. Just keep hitting the Ask Madden like you do on No, Madden. it's like he's going to have an audition. Like, you guys come in here and make your case on who's going to call the play. Hey, let Sam Ellinger do it. No. There you go. Let's let That's him an do idea. It. If we're going to go with full tank mode, why not? And then how about this dichotomy? Zach Blobner of WDAE in Tampa. Jeff Scott got fired over the weekend as USF head coach. He won four games in three years. Three of them were against a D2 team or an FCS team? Mm. Yikes. Here's Zach Blobner's tweet. Breaking, sources tell me the USF job is John Gruden's if he wants it. <laughs> Fam U head coach Willie Simmons is 1B. So wait, a guy who got <laughs> fired for using the N-word is the first option for USF, and an HBCU yeah. head coach is the other option for USF. Yeah. Two sides of the spectrum. What is happening? They're trying to be bipartisan in their coaching services. <laughs> I have a really good Willie Simmons story, too. <laughs> so, so, so. I, was, <laughs> I did not expect that. I know this that. is going to be good. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so, I was a sophomore in high school. <clears throat> I went to a satellite camp, so a bunch of different schools there. It was hosted at FAU, though. So, or FAMU, I apologize. FAMU. So, I go to this camp, and I think I'm a really good quarterback, right? Really confident kid. Undersized, <laughs> no doubt. We yeah, know that. Yeah, we already know that. So, so, I go to this camp. And Willie Simmons is splitting up the quarterbacks. And he puts me in with the eighth graders. And he tells me to go participate oh. in the eighth grade camp. And you're in sophomore in high school. I'm in sophomore in high school. <laughs> so I'm a little upset. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing here. Like, I'm a little confused. Once I realized 10 minutes after into throwing one-on-ones that I'm hanging out with the eighth graders and all the middle school receivers and stuff, I'm like, this is really messed up. So I sneak over to the high school line with kids that are, that are my age. That are my age. <laughs> sneak on and over. I don't There's last kids with like Mickey Mouse socks. I don't last 30 seconds into that group before Willie Simmons walks over and starts yelling at me. He says, "Well, I told you to get in that group over there. You can't just sneak over here and play with the kids." Blah 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 blah. And he's like, "Get back over there." And I'm looking around and I was like, "Coach, I'm in high school. I'm in high school." And he said, "I told you to get back over there." And now I'm looking at this FAMU head coach who thinks I'm a middle schooler. Oh, my God. And so I go on over to the, the eighth graders, and then I sneak back over to the high schoolers. By then, I just quit, and I, I, I end up walking off and le- leaving the field. So, so my Division one aspirations were real shot here, sophomore year of high school. There you goes your scholarship walked. to FAMU. Why, why wouldn't Willie Simmons listen to you that you were a sophomore in high school? Just thought I was lying. Thought I was really trying to show everybody up, say I'm an eighth grader, and I can really play with the big dogs. Oh, wow. But, but I really hope he gets the USF job now. <laughs> Yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah. That the would guy be who at a camp 
said, no, you're not in high school, Stone Lebanowicz. You're an eighth grader. Go throw with the eighth graders. And then reinforced it and later then, on. Yeah, reinforced it. And Yelled forced, at me. Yeah, and, and it forced Stone to quit because he was so hurt by it. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> I left. I left. I left. Wow, Willie. Um, but again, USF. I want to make sure everybody is abundantly clear with what Zab Blobner is reporting. That USF is either going to hire a man who used an N-word in an email mm. to get fired as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, or a man who has been a successful HBCU head coach. It's kind of a... Uh, I mean, you're right. It hits really both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I, I'd maybe Everybody go for someone wins, on the though. in-between. Everybody I don't know. That's that just me, though. I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't know. You know, USF. Yeah. What are you going to do? I... Uh, how are you feeling? Because you did nothing but advocate for Mario Cristobal in the offseason, and we were all excited about Mario Cristobal. How are you feeling now that this team might not make a bowl game and it's been blown out by Middle Tennessee yep. and Duke and suffered the worst loss in Miami, Florida State history? So it's weird because, you know, we have a caller calling, Bobby from Boca. We all three admitted that this team looked like they quit pretty early on in that game. With the head coach like Mario Cristobal, you can quit? With the head coach like Mario Cristobal, you can get on Twitter and go after reporters and kind of get out of line, talk out of line. It's all really confusing to me. We're going after Josh Gaddis. I think a lot of this does have to do with Tyler Van Dyke and with Jay Garcia. We saw Jakari Brown, the third-string quarterback, play a lot, and I'm battling. Is it because they like him or is it because they absolutely hate Tyler Van Dyke and Jay Garcia? I don't really know where to point the finger at the moment with these guys. I just know this is not competitive, and this is not. I don't at care. All. I don't care. They can say rebuild all they want. I don't care. Even in a rebuild, this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. The one thing that's going to change it mm. for me is if Cristobal can recruit four- and five-star offensive linemen. Like, that's how you start. That's really the base. That's the foundation to get a team turned around. So that's what I'm looking for this offseason. But this one is crumbled up, throw it in the garbage. And yet there are red flags in the coaching staff when we didn't think there was going to be. Kevin Steele, he's up for the Wisconsin job. He's up for the Auburn job. Like He's a really good coach. Josh Gaddis, we talked about him being a Broyles Award winner. One of the best offensive assistants in all of college football as of a season and a half ago. But what and is now that, here we are. Yeah, and being an offensive assistant can mean a bunch of things. Yeah. And it is clear that he doesn't know how to scheme. Yeah, like He just doesn't. I And I hate saying this, but Manny Diaz ain't losing like that to Florida State. No. no matter who is on that roster. He ain't losing like that. These but are he's also not guys. recruiting like this, though, too. So it's just like, what do you, you know? Like, Which do you prefer? I prefer the recruiting, honestly. If we're going to just punt this year away and say that we'll be better next year and maybe it gradually gets better, I think the ceiling with Manny Diaz was obviously something that we were okay. but not it's, inspired by. We can, we can sit here and live on hope with recruiting, but all I know from a football standpoint, I'm just trying to look at it from a football standpoint, it's hard to be patient when you don't see any glimmer of positivity. I mean, name one positive thing from Saturday night. There's not one. And then, oh, but they won the game before. They haven't scored a touchdown in nine quarters. They beat a bad Virginia team without finding the end zone at all. The positive (laughs) is you know where the problem is, and it's offense. Like, if you get better at play calling. What, did you you see what Florida State did to your defense Saturday? (laughs) I mean, yeah. The defense is letting up more explosive plays than half of the team. Is is Virginia the greatest show on turf? No. I mean, I don't know, man. You said one positive. It's just that you know where the real pain is. I know, and I appreciate you trying. But you know, like, you know what needs to change. And an offense that scored 14 against Virginia with no touchdowns and three against Florida State at home in a primetime game, 
is obviously the the main cause of concern. They also weren't putting the defense in the best position, not that the defense was we said tackling be- well. We said before the season that this guy's leash is not short. Has that changed? Has our thought changed Yeah, yeah, no, changed it's not changed. He's, if, if, what's the kid, uh, Okunloa Pancake Honcho? He gets that kid, the, the recruit in. He mm-hmm. gets all these other five stars. We just got Carmine McLean. Yeah, his leash still as long as it's ever been. And yep. If anything, fans are just a little bit more enraged. They don't like him as much. His Q rating is lower. But he's not going anywhere. Like Francis Malagoa. Mario? Mario's not going What's anywhere or Gaddis isn't going what anywhere. What did I call him? Okunloa? It was close, but Francis Malagoa. Malagoa, I thought, is the guy we already have. No, he's the five-star left tackle at IMG Academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. That number one in the country. Get, yeah, yeah. And Carmine McLean, also the number one defender in the country. It's like we're still bringing in these guys. I mean, yeah. They haven't touched campus yet. but And I, I, I still think, like, yeah, Mario can recruit. Like, but I just need to see it happen. Like, I need pen to paper, and I need to see guys, and they I need, need to see development. I need development. This is the thing. Nobody's gotten better on this football team this Ugh. year. There's not a single player I can name on this Miami roster who has gotten better this year. Just because they're seeing time doesn't mean that they're better. Jake Garcia, nothing. And he's seen enough action now where you'd think he'd be able to fall into a little bit of a, uh, of a rhythm. He'll ne- inevitably be in the transfer portal when the season Yeah, ends. without question. I just... See you. And... and, and I mean, Gaddis is going to take all the heat on this, and I don't know if he's going to be back next year because, again, he doesn't develop anybody. It doesn't seem like he develops anybody. Mario, and he should, preach patience. Preach patience. And after nine games, it's really hard to make any sort of overwhelming judgment. You need to be patient because, I mean, well, Nebraska, what would happen if they made a rush judgment on Scott Frost after nine games? (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah, I think it would have. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a bad example. Hmm. All I'm saying is that you can tell me be patient all you want. Be patient, be patient, be patient. But what I see on the field is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing and that's quitting and that's non-competitive football. But those are also not his guys and he has recruiting classes coming in that do have some promise to it. So the patience at least is coming with, like, I guess there's no tanking in college football like you would see in the NFL, but you see what's around the corner, and it's good recruiting class. Dan Lanning went in, and he <laughs> was able to take Mario's guys, but then bring in a bunch of transfers, and they're rolling right now. Yeah. And a lot of those guys don't have anything to do with Mario Cristobal. But those okay. are his guys that he recruited. So, you know. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life at Baptist Health Orthopedic Care? Their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, with offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. He's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach. You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, you got a little PBKC in your future. What do you got? Well, you know what? PBKC is your South Florida destination for live poker and exciting events, including brutally honest comedian Nick DiPaolo, who kicks off the comedy season this Friday in the paddock, and the poker room welcomes the bad the bar poker championships this week. Not bad poker, bar poker. That's important to note. With big guarantee tournaments, live streaming, and more. Buy your tickets now for Paddock Live events. Nick DiPaolo, 
Jackie Martling, Joe Theismann, and Chris McDonald at pbkennelclub.com. Lunch with a legend. Those are going well at PBKC. You should check it out. All right. Uh, real quick, too, Stone, could you uh, just find me? Let me know when you have it intense horse music because uh, I do need to give a championship update from the FIP World Polo Championship. The promo before we, we came back in here was us talking about a couple of weeks ago. Theo had been approached by a, um, a, a guy at a gas station selling the home theater system yes. out of the back of his car. I'll get to that in a moment because I have a follow-up on that. <laughs> But first, let me tell you about the FIP World Polo Championship. Congratulations to Spain. They are the new world champions. They take down the USA in overtime yesterday Mm. at the USPA National Polo Center to win the FIP World Polo Championship. The score was tied 10-10 in overtime. The winning goal coming from 150 yards out as Spain wins 11-10. But what a run for Team USA, they beat the defending champions Argentina in the semifinal. A thrilling FIP World Polo Championship, and obviously everybody who went out saw the drama, the tense moments, and the great electric play at the FIP World Polo Championships. Congratulations to all our friends over there at the USPA National Polo Center, US Polo, for a great event, the FIP World Polo Championships. All right, so... My buddy Lavelle, and he listens all the time. Great guy. He just messaged me, Ken, my dumbass bought the gas station oh, home theater. No. There's no way. And I, I replied, no way, dude. And he goes, yes, $200. I'm still looking for them mother bleepers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why would he buy I've it? I've never heard of that before. So this is this works. It, apparently, apparently, it occasionally works. I guess that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, that's what I always, I tell people. Like people only try things that have worked in the past because eventually you would just stop, right? Like guys catcalling women at the gas station. You know, one in three hundred, I guess, right. works out. And the same with home theaters, I guess. Well, now that's a good one. Catcalling women. Catcalling at the gas station. What up, baby? Unleaded? <laughs> yeah, like, like, but it has uh, to have worked you get once. Premi- you get premium in your car? You're premium too, baby. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or just a simple, on- what's up, girl? This is the simple one. Like, uh, do these calling. work? I, and it's wrong, and guys shouldn't do it, but no. I'm telling you, to, to the ladies out there that wonder why guys do it, because one in 315. Yeah. Scores. Oh, Lavelle. I guess the theme is if and you're down bad. If your car speaker had just tapped out, you're looking for a new one. <laughs> no, if no, you it's just, a home theater. No, if you just left your man, you're looking for a new one. No, oh, that's not goodness. a quick fix. Buying from the person at the gas station. Um, all right, Lavelle, I have I have something for you. You want to get those $200 back? Play Underdog Fantasy. Yes. Underdogfantasy.com, okay? You hear me talking about it every day. Lavelle, the best way to get away with this and make sure that nobody outside of us and all the thousands of people listening to us right now (laughs) ever hear about this again is to get that money back into your account with Underdog Fantasy. Play Monday Night Football Fantasy tonight. Play Week 10 NFL Fantasy. Play NBA Fantasy. NHL Fantasy. Dozens of games on a nightly basis. It's so fun. It's so good. And in Lavelle's case... It'll restore some sort of respect. Mm. It is Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. And uh, Lavelle, use the promo code WESTPALM. Get your deposit doubled up to $100, okay? Use the promo code WESTPALM. Get your deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. <laughs> now, if that doesn't epitomize Ken Levick alive right there, 
when you get scammed, to go ahead and gamble to get it back. There you go. There you go. I love it. We're for the people. Yes. We are for the people. Also, gamble your money away to get it back. Why did why did you print why did you print this? I just realized this. This is like a color copy printout of a screenshot of how bad Miami got beat. Like, why are you making me see this, Stone? Let's see. Largest win series history. Florida State plus forty seven and ninety seven. Miami plus forty seven and seventy six. Miami two thousand twenty plus forty two. Florida State plus forty two twenty twenty two. And then nineteen eighty four. Florida State plus thirty five. You used yeah. color ink it in is, our printers. Yeah. To, We've been to talking us. a lot about history and how you remember it. This one's uh, along the <laughs> list of getting blown out here. Forty two the margin for Saturday. Uh, 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 well, I want to thank all of you guys for uh, for being there in my time of need as I retired from tailgating yes, today. Yes, yes. I want to thank my wife for uh, putting on Instagram me. <laughs> So she said, too, that I was just, like, indiscriminately clapping with Florida State fans. Yeah, she, he, he said he'd wake up when something happened and he'd clap, but most of the time it was Florida State scoring, yeah. so it's Ken Well, because clapping. that's the only thing that was happening. Hey, did you see that Borgalis field goal? I mean, come on. There's There was nothing like it. That was... I mean, he scored 100% of the points for Miami for the I second really, straight time. I'm just going to have to stick with sipping tequila on Sundays. That's it. Yeah. My tailgating days are done. At least you're going to be celebrating Dolphins win. Hell Yeah. yeah. Tua MVP. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. It's three. From the NHR and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Adam Schefter tweeting 10 minutes ago. Here is one of the biggest issues that new Colts interim head coach Jeff Saturday will encounter once he arrives in Indianapolis later today. No one on his staff has ever called NFL plays before. It will be one of Saturday's first orders of business, figuring out who will call the plays Sunday against the Raiders. So the day before the NFL game, their first order of business, who's going to call the plays? Uh Maybe they should ask Matt. Just keep hitting the Ask Madden like you're doing, No, Madden. it's like he's going to have an audition. Like, you guys come in here and make your case on who's going to call the play. Hey, let, let Sam Ellinger do it. No. There you go. Let's let That's him an do idea. It. If we're going to go with full tank mode, why not? And then how about this dichotomy? Zach Blobner of WDAE in Tampa. Jeff Scott got fired over the weekend as USF head coach. He won four games in three years. Three of them were against a D2 team or an FCS team. Mm. Yikes. Here's Zach Blobner's tweet. Breaking, sources tell me the USF job is John Gruden's if he wants it. (laughs) Fam U head coach Willie Simmons is 1B. So wait, a guy who got fired for using the N-word is the first option for USF, and an HBCU head coach is the other option for USF. Two sides of the spectrum. What is happening? They're trying to be bipartisan in their coaching service. <laughs> I have a really good Willie Simmons story, too. <laughs> so, so, so. I, was, <laughs> I did not expect that. I know this that. is going to be good. Oh, do tell. <laughs> so, I was a sophomore in high school. <clears throat> I went to a satellite camp, so a bunch of different schools there. It was hosted at FAU, though. So, or FAMU, I apologize. FAMU. So, I go to this camp, and I think I'm a really good quarterback, right? Really confident kid. Undersized, <laughs> no doubt. We yeah, know that. Yeah, we already know that. So, so I go to this camp, and... Willie Simmons is splitting up the quarterbacks, and he puts me in with the eighth graders, and he tells me to go participate oh. in the eighth grade camp. And you're in sophomore in high school. I'm in sophomore in high school. <laughs> so I'm a little upset. I'm like, I don't know what he's doing here. Like, I'm a little confused. 
once I realized 10 minutes after into throwing one-on-ones that I'm hanging out with the eighth graders and all the middle school receivers and stuff, I'm like, this is really messed up. So I sneak over to the high school line with kids that are, that are my age. That are my age. <laughs> sneak on and over. I don't There's last. Kids with like Mickey Mouse socks. I don't last 30 seconds into that group before Willie Simmons walks over and starts yelling at me. He says, well, I told you to get in that group over there. You can't just sneak over here and play with the kids. Blah, 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 blah. And he's like, get back over there. I'm looking around and I was like, coach, I'm in high school. I'm in high school. He said, I told you to get back over there. And now I'm looking at this FAMU head coach who thinks I'm a middle schooler. Oh, my God. So I go on over to the the eighth graders and then I sneak back over to the high schoolers. By then, I just quit and I I end up walking off and leaving the field. So so my Division I aspirations were real shot here, sophomore year of high school. There goes your scholarship to FAMU. Why, Why wouldn't Willie Simmons listen to you that you were a sophomore in high school? Just thought I was lying. Thought I was really trying to show everybody up, say I'm an eighth grader and I can really play with the big dogs. Oh, wow. But, but I really hope he gets the USF job now. <laughs> yeah. That would be hilarious. Yeah. That the would guy be who at a camp said, no, you're not in high school, Stone Labanowicz. You're an eighth grader. Go throw with the eighth graders. <laughs> and then reinforced it and later then, on. Yeah, reinforced it. And yelled forced, at me. Yeah, and, and it forced Stone to quit because he was so hurt by it. Oh, man. Yeah. I left. <laughs> I left. I left. Wow, Willie. Um, but again, USF. I want to make sure everybody is abundantly clear with what Zab Blobner is reporting, that USF is either going to hire a man who used an N-word in an email Mm. to get fired as the head coach of the Las Vegas Raiders, or a man who has been a successful HBCU head coach. It's kind of a... I mean, you're right. It hits really both ends of the spectrum. Yeah. I, I'd maybe Everybody go for someone wins, on the in-between. I don't know. That's just me, though. I don't know. So, I don't know. You know, USF. Yeah. What are you going to do? Uh, how are you feeling? Because you did nothing but advocate for Mario Cristobal in the offseason, and we were all excited about Mario Cristobal. How are you feeling now that this team might not make a bowl game and it's been blown out by Middle Tennessee yep. and Duke and suffered the worst loss in Miami, Florida State history? So it's weird because, you know, we have a caller calling, Bobby from Boca. We all three admitted that this team looked like they quit pretty early on in that game. With the head coach like Mario Cristobal, you can quit. With the head coach like Mario Cristobal, you can get on Twitter and go after reporters and kind of get out of line, talk out of line. It's all really confusing to me. We're going after Josh Gaddis. I think a lot of this does have to do with Tyler Van Dyke and with Jay Garcia. We saw Jakari Brown, the third-string quarterback, play a lot. And I'm battling. Is it because they like him or is it because they absolutely hate Tyler Van Dyke and Jake Garcia? I don't really know where to point the finger at the moment with these guys. I just know this is not competitive and this is not. I don't at care. All. I don't care. They can say rebuild all they want. I don't care. Even in a rebuild, this is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. The one thing that's going to change it mm. for me is if Cristobal can recruit four- and five-star offensive linemen. Like, that's how you start. That's really the base. That's the foundation to get a team turned around. So that's what I'm looking for this offseason. But this one is crumbled up, throw it in the garbage. And, yeah, there are red flags in the coaching staff when we didn't think there was going to be. Kevin Steele, he's up for the Wisconsin job. He's up for the Auburn job. Like, he's a really good coach. Josh Gaddis, we talked about him being a Broyles Award winner, one of the best offensive assistants in all of college football as of a season and a half ago. But what and is now that? Here we are. Yeah, and being an offensive assistant can mean a bunch of things. Yeah. And it is clear that he doesn't know how to scheme. Yeah, like he just doesn't. I and I hate saying this, but Manny Diaz ain't losing like that to Florida State. No, no matter who is on that roster, he ain't losing like that. 
these but are he's also not guys. recruiting like this though too. So it's just like what do you, you know? Like which do you prefer? I prefer the recruiting honestly. If we're gonna just punt this year away and say that we'll be better next year and maybe it gradually gets better, I think the ceiling with Manny Diaz was obviously something that we were okay. but not it's, inspired by. We can we can sit here and live on hope. With recruiting, but all I know from a football standpoint, I'm just trying to look at it from a football standpoint. It's hard to be patient when you don't see any glimmer of positivity. I mean, name one positive thing from Saturday night. There's not one. And then, oh, but they won the game before. They haven't scored a touchdown in nine quarters. They beat a bad Virginia team without finding the end zone well, at all. The positive <laughs> is you know where the problem is, and it's offense. Like, if you get better at play calling. What, did you, you see get... what Florida State did to your defense Saturday? <laughs> the I mean, defense, yeah. The defense is letting up more explosive plays than half of the team. Yeah, is is Virginia the greatest show on turf? No. I mean, I don't know, man. You said one positive. It's just that you know I know, the and I appreciate you trying. Yeah. But you know, like, you know what needs to change. And an offense that scored 14 against Virginia with no touchdowns and three against Florida State at home in a primetime game is obviously the the main cause of concern. They also weren't putting the defense in the best position, not that the defense was we said tackling be- well. We said before the season that this guy's leash is not short. Has that changed? Has our thought changed Yeah, yeah, no, changed it's not changed. He's, it, it, what's the kid, uh, Okunloa Pancake Honcho? He gets that kid, the the recruit in. He mm-hmm. gets all these other five stars. We just got Carmine McLean. Yeah, his leash still as long as it's ever been. And yep. if anything, fans are just a little bit more enraged. They don't like him as much. His Q rating is lower, but he's not going anywhere. Like Francis Malagoa. Mario? Mario's not going anywhere or thing? Gattis isn't going what anywhere. What did I call him? Okunloa? It was close, but Francis Malagoa. Malagoa, I thought, is the guy we already have. No, he's the five-star left tackle at IMG Academy. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the guy. Number that one in the country. Yeah, yeah. And Carmine McLean, also the number one defender in the country. It's like we're still bringing in these guys. I mean, yeah. They haven't touched campus yet, but and I, I, I still think like yeah, Mario can recruit, like, but I just need to see it happen. Like I need pen to paper, and I need to see guys, and they I need, need to, to see development. I need development. This is the thing. Nobody's gotten better on this football team this Ugh. year. There's not a single player I can name on this Miami roster who has gotten better this year. Just because they're seeing time doesn't mean that they're better. Jake Garcia, nothing. And he's seen enough action now where you'd think he'd be able to fall into a little bit of a, uh, of a rhythm. He'll ne- inevitably be in the transfer portal when the season Yeah, ends. without question. I just... See you. And, and, and I mean, Gaddis is going to take all the heat on this, and I don't know if he's going to be back next year because, again, he doesn't develop anybody. It doesn't seem like he develops anybody. Mario, like, and he should, preach patience. Preach patience. And after nine games, it's really hard to make any sort of overwhelming judgment. You need to be patient because, I mean, well... Nebraska, what would happen if they made a rush judgment on Scott Frost after nine games? <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, I think it would have. Oh, no. Yeah, that's a bad example. Hmm. All I'm saying is that you can tell me be patient all you want. Be patient, be patient, be patient. But what I see on the field is embarrassing. That's embarrassing. That's embarrassing, and that's quitting, and that's non-competitive football. But those are also not his guys, and he has recruiting classes coming in that do – have some promise to it. So the patience at least is coming with, like, I guess there's no tanking in college football like you would see in the NFL, but you see what's around the corner, and it's good recruiting class. Dan Lanning went in, and he (laughs) was able to take Mario's guys but then bring in a bunch of transfers, and they're rolling right now. Yeah. And a lot of those guys don't have anything to do with Mario Cristobal. But those are his guys that he recruited. So 
Yeah. Is joint pain affecting your quality of life? At Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, their team's experienced in traditional joint replacement surgery as well as new, less invasive treatments with the goal of returning you to what you love as quickly as possible. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, combining its resources of experienced physicians, leading-edge treatments, and technology to provide advanced orthopedic, foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho for more information today. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care, with offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. He's Theo Dorsey. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. <laughs> From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, you got a little PBKC in your future. What do you got? Well, you know what? PBKC is your South Florida destination for live poker and exciting events, including brutally honest comedian Nick DiPaolo, who kicks off the comedy season this Friday in the paddock. And the poker room welcomes the bad the bar poker championships this week. Not bad poker, bar poker. That's important to note. With big guarantee tournaments, live streaming, and more. Buy your tickets now for Paddock Live events. Nick DiPaolo, Jackie Martling, Joe Theismann, and Chris McDonald at pbkennelclub.com. Lunch with a legend. Those are going well at PBKC. You should check it out. All right. Uh, real quick, too, Stone, could you uh, just find me, let me know when you have it, intense horse music, because uh, I do need to give a championship update from the FIP World Polo Championship. The promo before we, we came back in here was us talking about a couple of weeks ago, Theo had been approached by a, um, a, a guy at a gas station selling the home theater system yes. out of the back of his car. I'll get to that in a moment, because I have a follow-up on that. <laughs> But first, let me tell you about the FIP World Polo Championship. Congratulations to Spain. They are the new world champions. They take down the USA in overtime yesterday Mm. at the USPA National Polo Center to win the FIP World Polo Championship. The score was tied 10-10 in overtime. The winning goal coming from 150 yards out as Spain wins 11-10. But what a run. For Team USA, they beat the defending champions, Argentina, in the semifinal. A thrilling FIP World Polo Championship, and obviously everybody who went out saw the drama, the tense moments, and the great electric play at the FIP World Polo Championships. Congratulations to all our friends over there at the USPA National Polo Center, US Polo, for a great event, the FIP World Polo Championships. All right, so... My buddy Lavelle, and he listens all the time. Great guy. He just messaged me, Ken, my dumbass bought the gas station oh, home theater. No. There's no way. And I, I replied, no way, dude. And he goes, yes, $200. I'm still looking for them mother bleepers. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. Why would he buy I've it? I've never heard of that before. So this is this works. It, apparently, apparently, it occasionally works. I guess that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, that's what I always, I tell people. Like people only try things that have worked in the past because eventually you would just stop, right? Like guys catcalling women at the gas station. You know, one in three hundred, I guess, right. works out. And the same with home theaters, I guess. Well, now that's a good one. Catcalling women. At cat the gas calling station. at the gas station. What up, baby? Unleaded? <laughs> yeah, like, like, but it has uh, to have worked you get once. Premi- you get premium in your car? You're premium too, baby. Yeah. 
There you go. <laughs> or just the simple, on. what's up, girl? Just the simple one. Like, uh, do these calling, work? <laughs> and, and it's wrong, and guys shouldn't do it. But no. I'm telling you, to, to the ladies out there that wonder why guys do it, because one in 315 yeah. scores. Oh, Lavelle. I guess the theme is if and, you're down bad. If your car speaker had just tapped out, you're looking for a new one. <laughs> no! If no, you it's just, a home theater. If you just left your man, you're looking for a new one. No, oh, that's not goodness. a quick fix. Buying from the person at the gas station. <laughs> um, all right, Lavelle, I have, I have something for you. You want to get those $200 back? Play Underdog Fantasy. Yes. Underdogfantasy.com. Okay? You hear me talking about it every day. Lavelle, the best way to get away with this and make sure that nobody outside of us and all the thousands of people listening to us right now (laughs) ever hear about this again is to get that money back in your account with Underdog Fantasy. Play Monday Night Football Fantasy tonight. Play Week 10 NFL Fantasy. Play NBA Fantasy. NHL Fantasy. Dozens of games on a nightly basis. It's so fun. It's so good. And in Lavelle's case... It'll restore some sort of respect. Mm. It is Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. And uh, Lavelle, use the promo code West Palm. Get your deposit doubled up to $100, okay? Use the promo code West Palm. Get your deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. <laughs> now, if that doesn't epitomize Ken Levick alive right there, when you get scammed, just go ahead and gamble to get it back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> I love it. We're for the people. Yes. We are for the people. Also, uh, gamble your money away to get it back. Why did Why did you print? <laughs> why did you print this? I just realized this. This is like a color copy printout of a screenshot of how bad Miami got beat. Like, why are you making me see this, Stone? Let's see. Largest win series history: Florida State plus forty-seven and ninety-seven. Miami plus forty-seven and seventy-six. Miami two thousand twenty plus forty-two. Florida State plus forty-two twenty twenty-two. And then nineteen eighty-four. Florida State plus thirty-five. Ink. You used yeah. color ink it in is, our printers. Yeah. To, We've to been remind talking us. a lot about history and how you remember it. This one's uh, along the <laughs> list of getting blown out here. Forty-two the margin for Saturday. Uh, 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 well, I want to thank all of you guys for uh, for being there in my time of need as I retired from tailgating yes, today. Yes, yes. I want to thank my wife for uh, putting on Instagram me. <laughs> So she said, too, that I was just, like, indiscriminately clapping with Florida State fans. Yeah, she, he, he said he'd wake up when something happened and clap, but most of the time it was Florida State scoring, yeah. so it's Ken well, because clapping. because that's the only thing that was happening. Hey, did you see that Borgales field goal? I mean, come on. There's There was nothing like it. That was... I mean, he scored 100% of the points for Miami for the I second really straight ha- time. I'm just going to have to stick with sipping tequila on Sundays. That's it. Yeah. My tailgating days are done. At least you're going to be celebrating Dolphins win. Hell Yeah. yeah. Tua MVP. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Theo Dorsey, you got a little PBKC in your future. What do you got? Well, you know what? PBKC is your South Florida destination for live poker and exciting events, including brutally honest comedian Nick DiPaolo, who kicks off the comedy season this Friday in the paddock. And the poker room welcomes the bad, the bar poker championships this week. Not bad poker, bar poker. That's important to note. With big guarantee tournaments, live streaming, and more. Buy your tickets now for paddock live events. Nick DiPaolo. Jackie Martling, Joe Theismann, and Chris McDonald at pbkennelclub.com. Lunch with a legend. Those are going well at PBKC. You should check it out. All right. 
Uh, real quick, too, Stone, could you uh, just find me, let me know when you have it, intense horse music, because uh, I do need to give a championship update from the FIP World Polo Championship. The promo before we, we came back in here was us talking about a couple of weeks ago, Theo had been approached by a, um, a, a guy at a gas station selling the home theater system yes. out of the back of his car. I'll get to that in a moment because I have a follow-up on that. But first, let me tell you about the FIP World Polo Championship. Congratulations to Spain. They are the new world champions. They take down the USA in overtime yesterday Mm. at the USPA National Polo Center to win the FIP World Polo Championship. The score was tied 10-10 in overtime. The winning goal coming from 150 yards out as Spain wins 11-10. But what a run for Team USA. They beat the defending champions, Argentina, in the semifinal. A thrilling FIP World Polo Championship, and obviously everybody who went out saw the drama, the tense moments, and the great electric play at the FIP World Polo Championships. Congratulations to all our friends over there at the USPA National Polo Center, US Polo, for a great event, the FIP World Polo polo championships all right so my buddy Lavelle and he listens all the time great guy he just messaged me Ken my dumbass bought the gas station home theater no there's no way and I I replied no way dude and he goes yes two hundred dollars I'm still looking for them mother bleepers oh no (laughs) oh why would he buy it I've never heard of that before so this is this works. It, apparently, apparently, it occasionally works. I guess that's why they keep coming back. Yeah, that's what I always, I tell people. Like people only try things that have worked in the past because eventually you would just stop, right? Like guys catcalling women at the gas station. You know, one in three hundred, I guess, works right. out. And the same with home theaters, I guess. Well, now that's a good one. Catcalling women. At the catcalling gas at the gas station. What up, baby? Unleaded? <laughs> yeah, like, like, but it has oh, to have worked you get once. Premi- you get premium in your car? You're premium too, baby. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> or just a simple, on. what's up, girl? It's the simple one. Like, uh, do these calling, work? And, and it's wrong, and guys shouldn't do it, but no. I'm telling you, to, to the ladies out there that wonder why guys do it, because one in 315 yeah. scores. Oh, Lavelle. I guess the theme is if and, you're down bad. If your car speaker had just tapped out, you're looking for a new one. <laughs> no! If no, you it's just, a home no. If you just left your man, you're looking for a new one. No, oh, that's not goodness. a quick fix, buying from the person at the gas station. <laughs> um, all right, Lavelle, I have, I have something for you. You want to get those $200 back? Play Underdog Fantasy. Yes. Underdogfantasy.com, okay? You hear me talking about it every day. Lavelle, the best way to get away with this and make sure that nobody outside of us and all the thousands of people listening to us right now (laughs) ever hear about this again is to get that money back into your account with Underdog Fantasy. Play Monday Night Football Fantasy tonight. Play Week 10 NFL Fantasy. Play NBA Fantasy. NHL Fantasy. Dozens of games on a nightly basis. It's so fun. It's so good. And in Lavelle's case... It'll restore some sort of respect. Mm. It is Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. And uh, Lavelle, use the promo code WESTPALM. Get your deposit doubled up to $100, okay? Use the promo code WESTPALM. Get your deposit doubled up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, underdogfantasy.com. <laughs> now, if that doesn't epitomize Ken Levick alive right there, when you get scammed, just go ahead and gamble to get it back. There you go. There you go. <laughs> 
I love it. We're for the people. Yeah. We are for the people. I'll oh, gamble your God. money away to get it back. Why did why did you print <laughs> why did you print this? I just realized this. This is like a color copy printout of a screenshot of how bad Miami got beat. Like, why are you making me see this, Stone? Let's see. Largest win series history. Florida State plus forty seven and ninety seven. Miami plus forty seven and seventy six. Miami two thousand twenty plus forty two. Florida State plus forty two twenty twenty two. And then nineteen eighty four. Florida State plus thirty five. You used yeah. color ink it in is, our printers. Yeah. To, We've to been talking us. a lot about history and how you remember it. This one's uh, along the <laughs> list of getting blown out here. Forty two the margin for uh, Saturday. Uh, well, I want to thank all of you guys for uh, for being there in my time of need as I retired from tailgating yes, today. Yes, yes. I want to thank my wife for uh, putting on Instagram me. <laughs> So she said, too, that I was just, like, indiscriminately clapping with Florida State fans. Yeah, she, he, he said he'd wake up when something happened and he'd clap, but most of the time it was Florida State scoring, yeah. so it's Ken well, clapping. that's the only thing that was happening. Hey, did you see that Borgalis field goal? I mean, come on. There's There was nothing like it. That was... I mean, he scored 100% of the points for Miami for the I second really, straight time. I'm just going to have to stick with sipping tequila on Sundays. That's it. Yeah. My tailgating days are done. At least you're going to be celebrating Dolphins win. Hell yeah! yeah. Tua MVP. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye-bye.